Snippet, the short podcast platform. Warning, moments of the following podcast are not for the faint of heart. Parental discretion recommended. Welcome back to Ghosts and Legends, Haunted Ships. I am Chris August. This is a new show from Snippet that brings you real, authentic, paranormal investigations from some of the country's most reportedly haunted sites. Tonight, we are aboard the Star of India at San Diego's Maritime Museum to investigate. Star of India history. So let's start out with the basics. What is the Star of India? Star of India is the oldest active sailing ship in the world. It has sailed around the world 21 times. Oldest active meaning they still take it out once a year. Uh, so it is still able to float and, and do its thing. The Star of India is notorious as one of the most haunted ships in not just the state of California, but in the country. And this has been a focus of paranormal activity for, geez, probably as long as the Maritime Museum has been in possession of this ship. Tonight we're going to be covering the hot spots of where the alleged activity takes place. Our organization has been investigating the Star of India since uh, 2011. So we have a lot of experience being aboard this, uh, this vessel. We're very accustomed to the uh, sounds of the ship, the noise downtown, what is typical of, of a, a sound or a disruption here on, on the boat. This ship has a variety of strange anomalous and paranormal experiences, including uh, full-bodied apparitions, shadow apparitions, uh, physical experiences, people being touched, people having uh, physical manifestations of things, uh, light anomalies, disembodied voices, lots of EVP activity. Where we are sitting right now conducting this, this interview is in the captain's quarters on the very uh, top deck which we usually utilize as a base camp for our team when we come in here and set up. When we're below deck, mid-deck, we would often hear a lot of footsteps in, on this floor, which is really bizarre when you're right below and you hear it as if somebody's walking. And just like the Berkeley, uh, when we were on that, that ship, nobody's on this boat but us. Nobody's walking on here. Um, security doesn't need to do their walkthrough right now, so this is it it's just us so any footsteps that are happening while we're below deck are not anybody in this group and uh so that's something to be mindful of here's mike with some history of the star of india a lot of what it did was it was transporting people for you know the british empire so it's it, it, you know, like you said it sailed you know across 
the globe, you know, basically the span of the entire British Empire at the time. So transport folks from, you know, from England all the way down to Australia, New Zealand when they were, you know, developing that area. It would, you know, transport folks and, and some cargo from India. But, you know, one of the individuals purportedly haunts this place, particularly this area right here, would be the army captain that committed suicide up here. The short story is that you know, he had lost his regiment in India to, in some battle and was being shipped back to England. And I guess he felt like he had lost honor. Um, obviously, you know, you have survivor's remorse, that kind of a thing, you know. And so he slit his own throat in his bedroom over here, which was basically the first mate's cabin over here. The surgeon, you know, discovered him and, you know, sewed him back up, sewed his neck back up. And three days later, he found him in his bed having ripped all the stitches out. So, and so his, his uh, specter, if you will, you know, likes to roam this area right here. And he's, his apparition's been captured on camera through this mirror. It wasn't originally named the Star of India, and it was originally known as the Uterp. And a way that I like to remember just how old this ship is, is that when this ship was built, I want to say 1863, it was the same time frame, same time as Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. That's how old this ship is. Tell us the legend of the stowaway boy. There's a stowaway boy who was uh, who snuck on the boat and uh, was discovered here, and he ended up falling to his death by climbing. Yeah, one of his jobs, because obviously he was a stowaway, and so instead of you know punishing him, they basically put him to put work. Him to work. And one of his jobs was to climb the mast um, and you know let the sails down. So you know, the one time that he actually went up there, last time he went up there, uh, he. he fell all the way down uh, and he didn't die immediately I think it took him about three days to die uh, uh, a very painful and agonizing death that he had, had suffered so the legend of the boy is pretty prominent here on this ship uh, we've had when we take guests here for their own private investigations a lot of experiences with people being touched uh, particularly touched on the back we like to play games with the stowaway boy often if you you know, play traditional children's games, you know, such as Duck, Duck, Goose or whatnot. There have been responses of uh, people, legendary people have the uh, an S drawn on their lower back. Tell us about the man who died in the chain locker. One of my first experiences of feeling like I tapped into something, which is very rare for me. A lot of things I don't tap into. But one of my first profound moments was one of my first visits to this ship. And I didn't really know anything about it. This was way back, sometime in 2011. We were walking middle deck. I didn't know anything about the... Um, it was a Chinese man who worked in the chain locker. I believe that yeah. was... That was after it became the store of India. And, and it basically became a, uh, a fishing vessel. Um, so I had no knowledge of this man. 
who died in this chain locker. And as I was walking middle deck, I didn't have any, again, no insight into the details of this boat. And I was down there and I had this overwhelming sensation that the, the word Chinese just kept popping in my head and I just kept saying it out loud, Chinese, 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 what the hell does that mean? What? And the person who was uh, showing us around the ship at the time said, well, this is where the, the Chinese man who died in this chain locker. And for the first time, it was something that was just, just screaming out of my mind. It was a really surreal experience. And in that moment was the first time I really felt like I, I was receiving something. And I, I haven't really experienced something like that uh, in a very, very long time. It's a very rare, but that was one of the first encounters. And I just walked into that space. It was just screaming at me. And I was especially intrigued with that with that experience, and it was kind of validating that maybe there is something to this. When it happens to you, of course, it, you're you're more likely to believe it. So until it happens to you, you might be a little more a little more skeptical. Join us in part four as we delve into our investigation, including an experiment using the Phasma Box. This has been an authentic paranormal investigation from Orange County Ghosts and Legends and Snippet. Recording and original music by Jonathan Rock. Editing and production from Steph Weaver-Weinberg, with executive production from Tyler Russell. For more short, original shows, visit snippet.fm.